Chrome. Flesh. Magic. Money. Corporations. Dealers. Gangs. Cults. Jobs. Death is around every corner, but there's life to be found as well in the shadows. Welcome to the City of Thorns. Episode 3, Stand with Pride. Yay! There Yay. we are. Excellent. So Hi, everybody. Hey there. Welcome back to the next session of City of Thorns. Uh, we're so glad that you could join us. Um, before we get started and rolling, I just wanted to take a moment to... Uh, talk about some of our other great shows on Infinity Break, uh, such as uh, Sneeple at the Movies. It's uh, from the nerds diligently waiting for the third Guy Ritchie Sherlock Holmes film, uh, <laughs> a film podcast for people who actually enjoy movies, where you can listen to Ezra Kane, uh, Maddie Trumbo, and uh, Helena Fisher-Welsh, three casual critics who will put you through a tour of film through the lens of queer cinema, digital fandom, and growing up online in an era of media consumption. Stay tuned for critiques of film criticism, why you shouldn't make live-action movies out of animated classics, and plenty of award show hot takes. Sneeble at the Movies releases every other Thursday at infinitybreak.net forward slash Sneeple or wherever you get your podcasts. Sneepo! <laughs> it is a ton of fun. I have almost caught up to all of the current episodes. I still have the last two to catch up to, and it is surprisingly entertaining how often uh, Star Trek will just find its way into a conversation about a totally unrelated movie. <laughs> that feels like my life. Yeah, it, it sounds like most of my casual conversations with people. Uh, <laughs> And I mean, who isn't talking about Star Trek at any given moment? Mm -hmm. If they're not, I don't want to know them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Losers, mm -hmm. that's who. Yeah. Even Brain naturally thinks about Star Trek every two minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is a fact. Yeah. Men yeah. only want one thing, and it's Star Trek. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's future socialism. <laughs> and space travel. It's luxurious gay space communism. <laughs> that's my favorite kind. <laughs> uh, also... Coming up relatively soon is going to be Speak of the Devil. No good of themselves shall a listener hear. Speak of the Devil and she shall appear. A live stream Dungeons and Dragons playthrough from a story uh, with a story from the malicious mind of our very own Johnny Ronaldo. Our heroes aren't from around here. In fact, they're not even from this dimension. 
Warlock, Dareth Fenyor, Blade Mage, Vermal, Medic, Dr. Eden Radford, and Ranger, Tordek Frostbeard are transported from their home realities and forced into being the errand runners for a council of elusive devils with a hit list. Revolutions, conspiracy, secret contracts, free will, and a very happy-go-lucky boar are all in <laughs> Speak of the Devil, starring Andrew Eagle, Tara Bosart, Ben Hamlin, and Christina Gray, and of course, your dungeon master, the aforementioned Johnny Ronaldo. <coughs> it's available every other Sunday at 6 p.m. on twitch.tv forward slash infinity break gaming and rebroadcasts on Wednesdays for YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. And saving Legends of Laia for last, there was an epic adventure episode just yesterday that yours truly had the pleasure of listening to and you could too it is seriously one of my favorite things for sunday morning viewing and by morning i mean early afternoon when i get up so enter the world of laia a continent torn in half by a dark abyss filled with monsters when the darkness begins to spill out of the gash in the earth our heroes are tasked with maintaining the balance that holds this fractured world together meet shavala a bard with an enormous hat Mithril, a warlock, a warlock who has recently wagered too much on a lost bet. Miril. Miril, thank you. Reading this versus listening to it yep. is a completely different process. Yep. And Weird. Hugo. I'm not saying his last name. Wee wee ha ha baguette. Roughly. Roughly. A swashbuckler treasure hunter. And Petros, a half-orc paladin cop who just got kicked off the force. Oh. Together, they will focus. They will be the focus of the Legends of Laia and in charge of the fate of the continent, provided they do not kill each other on the way. Legends of Laia streams every Sunday opposite Speak of the Devil on around 1 o'clock in the afternoon, uh, Pacific Standard Time and is available on Fridays as podcast in all of the places you get podcasts at. In any event, all that being said, it is now time to rejoin our Shadowrunners, where last they were. So, where our Shadowrunners last were, in the middle of the woods on top of a cliff face, if you are a follower of our in-character chat, uh, Bowen had woken up from her exhaustion, and Alice had brought her physical form to the fold, convinced that her Ranels were about to be deadified. <laughs> <laughs> and as we join them, the three aspects in the middle of the forest have resumed their chanting. Now that everyone is gathered, they are here. She is coming. They are here. She is coming. Their faces remain motionless. The dark pits of void where their eyes should be stare at nothing. It is a cacophony of psychic chanting, wearing down on the runner's sanity. None of this makes any sense. The chaos of magic around them and around the labyrinth has ground to an absolute halt. Anything outside of the circle is simply not moving. 
Every so often the aspects talk amongst themselves as the shadow descends from on high. She's not here yet, but neither is the other one. But she is here, despite not being here. Is she? Well, she is near, despite not being. The comlinks are effectively dead. There is no contact with the outside world. And the three figures, saying nothing, gently kneel to the center of the circle. The shadow fades into view, hanging in the center of the circle, and a feminine figure appears gently, five meters tall, two meters wide, with a gently flowing veil covering her face. No feet dangle below her, she is just hovering in midair, and upon her head is an elaborate crown of knotwork and thorns, kind of like antlers, extending in many shining directions. The veil conceals her face, obscuring any details, but to the keen eye, it looks shrunken and without... It's very skeletal. <laughs> and she carries a silver trident in her left hand. Thorny vines with prickly leaves extend all around her. And a single red rose hovers just behind her crown. What are y'all doing? Uh, Titus is standing, uh, like arm slack, uh, revolver in hand, hammer pulled, um, but like not finger on the trigger, just like standing there like, all right. <laughs> um, Alice's physical body um, is head to toe in full body armor that's been souped up to the nines. So the expression on her face is unlegible, but... Uh, she is definitely staring upwards towards the uh, descending entity with no sense of action. <clears throat> Geist is just going to wave high. <laughs> God, I love Geist so much. <laughs> I love Geist so much. Uh, okay. Well, the air crackles around them. And uh, though the voice itself is not psychic, it does seem to be coming from all around you. It's coming from every direction. A uh, quick question to her about that. What's that? Yeah. Is that recordable on um, audio devices? Um, if that audio device is on board your person. Gotcha. Yes. The time has arrived. And then the three aspects at the 9 o'clock, the 12 o'clock, and the 3 p.m. repeat her words twice in a chant and then go silent. All... What time is it? Hmm? <laughs> it said, what time is it? Um, you can't quite tell what time it is because the sky has gone dark. All right. Oh, dope. It, it was the middle of the afternoon, last y'all thought, when all of you arrived. Double dope. So <laughs> the sky know. being black is relatively disconcerting. A little bit, yeah. A smidge. Mm-hmm. Like, you thought uh, it was difficult to see light coming in through all of the trees beforehand. It's non-existent now. You have all experienced loss. You have all experienced pain, as I have. You've all experienced suffering. And you have all only experienced the slightest minutia of what is to come. Do you have the fortitude to face it? <laughs> we all look at our stats. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, I was thinking Geist is probably going to be like, 
Do you mean willpower? I was hoping it was body. <laughs> <clears throat> the aspects remain completely silent. The ground has shook today. The gateway has opened. The way has been cleared and the future has been cast. Will you meet the call? Still just listening. <laughs> Guys just kind of looking around at the other other three members. Like, uh, okay. I mean, I guess it depends on what the call is. The orange queen shall beckon you into her embrace. Only through her shall you know your destiny. Dunkelzan's successor knows what is good for our world. Only through the orange queen shall you eventually come to understand your mortal life's purpose. <laughs> Mortal. <laughs> uh, Miss Ballon looks up at the mention of the Orange Queen and uh, gets a little nervous. They have no idea who that is. Yeah, I've never. Guys, met a do you know who that is? I've never met a queen. Can you do a <laughs> matrix search? The more the Orange Queen is a member of the Council. Remember, we we painted a. A series of letters that said the Orange Queen will die. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it seems I like maybe that. we shouldn't have done that then. It was to throw people off our track. We didn't We didn't mean it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Miss Palin uh, looks at the three of you quite irritated. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just like, shut the hell up. Ellis, you sound really weird today. We did not threaten the Orange Queen's life. We just said that she deserved it. And furthermore... I think we're in the presence of divinity. So shut up. <laughs> All right, Mrs. I'm preparing spells. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the uh the giant entity of Vale and Vines continues. You do not know what you cannot know. Time will shed their secrets. You do not have long to go. Do so with honor to my land, and my aspects shall watch over you. And Miss Ballon, in a rare attitude of seeming submission, um, bows her head and says, I will do my best to honor you, lady of the land. Hmm. Are you the one they call Messidia d'Eta? Are you talking to the entity? Yeah. Yes. Sorry. Are you wearing like a helmet or yeah, something? Yeah, I'm oh, there head to toe, full body armor. <laughs> yeah. As long as the microphone is catching you, I don't care. I think, it, I think it's a nice atmosphere. <laughs> I um, just didn't understand. <laughs> the entity does not even acknowledge the question. Um, okay. That's right. So the single red rose from behind her crown uh, extends along a vine, unwrapping slowly from her body. And then the rose is presented to Alice. And it breaks off at the stem and gently falls. Uh, Alice, characteristically, has bad reflexes, not really noticing what's going on. And then... It's falling very slowly. <laughs> she panics and jostles a little. and Almost magically. <laughs> oh, good, good. Feather fall. <laughs> rose fall. Rose fall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, she says to you, You, the union of two realms, 
the walker of two worlds and entwined fates, take this token of faith in your journeys. Thank you. <laughs> uh, once, once Alice uh, takes the rose, uh, the woman turns sideways and begins to vanish from the plane of existence, gently fading from view. The three aspects stand up and begin to walk back in the directions they originally came from, psychically chanting, We do honor to the land. We do honor to the land. We do honor to the land. The figure at the 9 o'clock and the 3 o'clock continue their journey, but the one at the 12 o'clock stops suddenly as the other two disappear into the woods. Turning slightly, the void of her eyes seem to stare through Geist. When she has his full attention, only Geist hears, You will find her again, O father of the future, and when you do, she will save us all. The aspect then continues into the woods and disappears. Wait, wait, I have a few questions. Ignores you. Damn it. I really wanted to know who their tailor was. <laughs> <laughs> wooden pants. <laughs> yeah, I'll buy me some wooden pants. All right, um, well, that seemed kind of useless for all the dramatic Vic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Alice has got a rose. That's kind of useful. <laughs> I mean, people get roses all the time, guys. But not from divinity. <laughs> yes, what is this divinity ballad? <laughs> Subject to interpretation. The rose, however, is sparkling. It appears to be made of magic. A sparkling rose. Uh, so I'm not an expert on magic? <laughs> I'm going to look at it with astral perception. It's got a very, very powerfully dense aura around it. I don't know, I think it's some kind of magic bomb. <laughs> I'm sure it is. I'm sure Divinity just gave me a magic bomb. Miss <laughs> Balan pipes up. In the shape of a rose, you know, like you do, like most bombs are. <laughs> Have you guys never watched Sailor Moon? <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> I'm not really a big fan of the oldies. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Like, oh, oh you know, my, also, me with my anime avatar, you know I've binged it all at oh, yeah, 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 32x exactly. speed. Exactly. No, it's just surprising that Titus has watched. <laughs> like, I mean, which which version of... No, we'll get to that later. <laughs> you think they didn't have DVDs at the anti-advanced like advanced tech cult? No, I'm, I'm sure there was entertainment. I think Winter Night definitely had like VHS. No. Oh, the old American, like yeah. the first American Winter dub? Winter Night, yeah. the anti-technology cult was totally into DVD copies of Sailor Moon. Yeah. Well, I mean, at this point, that's basic. Like, I feel like DVDs have made it into even Amish culture in 2078. Oh, no. Oh, no. Amish culture is still the same. But, <laughs> but it is surrounded by flying drones, so that is kind of annoying. Uh, <laughs> all right. So what you doing? I guess I'm tucking the rose kind of onto my lapel somehow <laughs> Boom, this giant your rose. armored chapel. yeah, yeah, yeah armored <laughs> you know like not actually my lapel but like that area just because you're armored doesn't mean you can't look good yeah <laughs> I mean they're armored all the time and they look great um I imagine Geist is like do we have Wi-Fi back yet <laughs> are you still inside of the labyrinth 
Yep. You do not have Wi-Fi. <laughs> so let's say y'all we GTFO. Yeah, it could really use a drink. Didn't you all come here for a reason? Oh yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure we more or less accomplished that. You're just leaving your girlfriend here. I mean, that's what we came here to do. All right. I mean, I might say bye and get the hug in, but. I'll meet you at the car. I'm gonna head back for, to the uh, little cottage. Oh, okay. Alice, where are you going? Going to my car. Going to the car? Cool. As you get to the elevator, uh, there are two monks waiting, and they bow to you and let you pass. I continue walking. Mm-hmm. Guys, where are you going? Uh, I love that the monks see a heavily armored person and just like, what's up, bro? <laughs> yeah. Huge magical rose. Yeah. They have a rough understanding of what it's like in the city. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're not ignorant. They are modern monks. Um, I imagine Geis is going to go back to the little cottage, but he's going to talk to the monk that was speaking to him earlier. Okay. The, so the you go back charged. to the cottage and... Uh, uh, so Titus and Geist go back to the cottage and uh, the door is closed the lights are off there is nobody inside there is a small note uh, underneath the uh, floor mat um, just outside the door I read the note it is from Svetlana and uh, she said we have retired uh, to the rectory for the night um, it has been several hours since I last saw you so I hope you have a wonderful evening I am going to get some rest well, I guess no hug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I head for the elevator. Also, the sun has not come back. It is very dark outside. Do you suppose that gate opening was the earthquake we felt when those blade guys were attacking? What gate opening? The, the giant spirit said that a gate opened, and then but remember before that we had the earthquake and our head started hurting. Oh, um, I mean, I don't know what kind of gate causes a headache, but... I would imagine a magical one. Beats me. Fair enough. <laughs> Just while we're walking to the elevator. Cool. When you get to the elevator, the two monks are there. One of them is the one that you saw from beforehand, and he greets you, and she's like, Hello, I trust your time here has been well spent. Yeah, some uh, giant rose lady flew down from the sky and she had to do us for a little bit and now it's dark and uh, you have a weird garden. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you have been gone for quite a while. It's been like 15 minutes to me. It is currently 8.30 in the evening. Well, Hmm. uh, let Svetlana know that I uh, swung back by the cottage to see her. And uh, I don't wish to interrupt her sleep, so I will just leave, but... Of course. I didn't just forget or anything. It, like I said, it was like 15 minutes for us. Mm. Well, these woods are filled with their own energies. Perhaps something interfered. Yeah, maybe you should get that under control. And then he, like, presses the elevator button. (laughs) Uh, The second monk uh, holds a medium-sized box up to Geist and says, Hello, uh, Miss Ballin told us of your arrival and uh, your interest in learning more about your own talents. And so those of us in the rectory who understand and appreciate magic 
uh, put together this care package for you to further your studies. As he's just taking the box, he's just making a high-pitched squealing noise. Why do guys get gifts from fucking everyone? Because <laughs> I'm nice. Also, where the fuck is Bellin? Right behind you. <laughs> Hi, Bellin. <laughs> I just imagine like a hand on Hi, your shoulder. <laughs> Um, uh, so yeah, looking at the, uh, you know, after graciously accepting the box, um, mm-hmm. uh, he kind of turns to the, the monk that he talked to earlier and he's oh, like, yeah. uh, would, would you mind, uh, ad- addressing some, some questions I have? I will do my best. Um, who is the giant rose lady, the lady with the giant rose? Well, they're both pretty big, so, I mean, either one, really, but... Um, I'm afraid I'm not entirely sure who you mean. Um, did you speak to someone in your time in the woods? We were standing in the big circly bits, and, like, three guys came out chanting, and then this, like, large, flowy, veiled woman with a crown came down, and she gave our other friend who already came through a rose, and gave guys some bullshit and <laughs> or told him some bullshit whatever I wasn't involved I wasn't paying attention <laughs> um, yeah lots of vines lots of chanting it was uh, and then the t- you know the whole time dilation thing hmm well I have heard that uh, a spirit of the land occasionally resides here I can't say that I've ever had the pleasure of meeting them, but um, I have heard stories um, as far as I know, and uh, he motions over to the other monk like, do, do you know anything? And uh, the the other monk who gave uh, Geist uh, some things he's like, oh, well I have not seen her either however, uh, the lady of the land is a Rumor, I guess, I guess not a rumor anymore. Um, that uh, she used to watch over uh, the entirety of this city and uh, the land surrounding it, um, basically looking over the people and uh, ensuring a peaceful environment for all nature and humanity combined. But it has been a very long time since I've heard anyone even mention it. Yeah, well, it seems like she's been doing a really good job. Um, then the other question was do you know of these people who chanted to call forth that spirit of the land well I can't say that I am terribly familiar with spirits but some of the more powerful ones uh, are known to have aspects of them that herald their return um nexus points i guess you could say uh to basically anchor their beloved spirit to this plane of existence Hmm. Um, it's like if you need directions on how to travel to somewhere then maybe it's on a different planet you would kind of need some place to i suppose land Makes sense. Kind of like the people in the airports with the little <laughs> batons that glow. I mean, now it's all machines and probably just 
arrows, but they think since, it's just old to play with geese. <laughs> since you're since you're at the elevator, I'm going to go ahead and let you know that uh, an airplane is flying <laughs> by a jetliner because the airport is literally not that very far away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you there. can see it in the <clears throat> distance. Um, but yes, it is late at night, so it's just like you hear it more than you see it. Probably just like a red flashy light, and a blue which is <laughs> perfect for the analogy that guys just made. <laughs> yeah, see, like so that. it's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, like oh, hey, a plane. It's like the plane thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I guess my final question is: uh, so these these aspects that uh, are the heralds of the spirit of the land, um, they were dressed kind of weird. They had wooden pants. Where can we get them? Yeah, pretty much we want wooden pants. God. So, <laughs> the the monk smiles, <laughs> genuinely amused, and uh, and and he's like, I I could not tell you where those in the spiritual planes get their clothing. Um, <laughs> I am unfamiliar, but. Uh, I'm willing to bet uh, cannot be obtained via conventional means. Hmm. So and you're telling if me one... there's a tailor in the astral plane. Fancy spirits. I would not know. <laughs> <laughs> but I suppose I wouldn't be surprised either. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Is there anything else that you need from us this evening? Um, I, that's about as good as I'm going to get my answers. All right. Questions answered. Yes, we we've left the grounds unlocked until we found you. Um, but uh, once you leave, we will be locking up for the night to ensure the safety of all of the refugees that we take care of here. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm ready to go. <laughs> Guys, just pushes the elevator button. Box under the arm. Uh, Titus already pushed the elevator button and it's <laughs> oh, no. sitting there waiting. <laughs> Geist is still pushing it too. I'm gonna like, push literally, it anyway. like at the whole time. As soon as they handed Geist a box, he just started like pressing it rapidly. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> Why is everyone giving Geist gifts? Nobody gives Titus anything. I've got a high five. <laughs> you want a high five? Balan kind of smirks and like nudges her shoulder into Titus's and just like, I give you shit. <laughs> I'll give it back. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, then the elevator takes you back down. <laughs> and once you're at the bottom, what do you do? Um, well, while in the elevator, a guy starts tapping his toe and humming uh, pretty much elevator music. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> as you're trying to do that, the... Uh, <laughs> The speaker <laughs> clicks on in the elevator. There's a speaker? <laughs> yes, there is a speaker. Oh, um, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and it says, The grotto was originally created back in the... <laughs> and it just goes on a spiel about the original intentions of the place. Guys, it's going to pause. I shoot the speaker. That's not actually true. I don't do that. No. I can make, I, I make like here. finger guns at the speaker. <laughs> like shut up. I can make um, us all not here for like five minutes. Mm-hmm. 
Now, I, I completely forgot about the speaker when me and Johnny and Anthony went to uh, the grotto last week. And it, it just has I talked about it, when it was made. It has, <laughs> it has a speech when you go up the elevator, and it has a different speech when you go down the elevator. It was awful, and I hated it. Uh, also, I've been going to the grotto off and on for over 20 years now, and I swear to you, that entire thing in the elevator has not changed. It is the same recording. Oh. It is so tinny. It is so tinny. But, in any event, once you get down to the bottom floor, the grounds are empty, there's the occasional lights that lead back to the parking lot, and uh, that's really about it. Okay. Uh, I very quickly head towards the parking lot, because I am sick of this shit. (laughs) (laughs) And just walking. You too? Doors are unlocked. Casually. Are you in the driver's seat, Alice? Oh, yeah. Excellent. Um, so when Balan skips up to the car, she's like, can I sit up front with you? The door opens. Sweet. <laughs> uh, she sits down and immediately pops open the minibar. <laughs> There's a minibar in this car and no one has told me? <laughs> I didn't know you wanted to. Balan, pass me some whiskey. <laughs> uh, she like flips through it. She's like, um... Uh, first off, Alice, is there whiskey? It's a... It's- it's a decently stocked minibar. Well, I mean, like, maybe Alice has uh, specialities in mm. this thing. And so, like, maybe certain types aren't available. Mm, that's fair. Uh, it would probably be an Irish whiskey. Okay. An and Irish whiskey. Perfect. Uh, yep. mm-hmm. A nice vodka and, um, uh, let's say, a rum. A clear rum. Cool. Um, so, Balan holds up the rum back to Titus and is just like, I hate this shit. You want it? Whiskey. Uh, <laughs> fine. But I can sa- see the label. It's right there. <laughs> fine, but save me some. Uh, <laughs> well, I assume the, the minibar has glasses. Let's fucking split it. <laughs> Just pour some in a glass. You pour some in your glass. That's how bars work. Yeah. I know that you know this. You work at one. I work at one. We are gonna be at the bar in ten minutes. But they want a whiskey now. This has been a terrible day. <sighs> I'm emotionally distraught. <laughs> mm-hmm. Almost speeding. <laughs> Excellent. So you're on your way back to the bar, and uh, Balan and Titus are <laughs> sipping, squabbling <Irish>. over <laughs> alcohol consumption, but ultimately helping each other get a little bit sauced. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Do 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 do. All right. Anything gonna happen while y'all head to the bar? Conversation, idle chit chat. Uh, have we reconnected to the Matrix? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. As soon as he got out of the elevator, Matrix oh. accessibility right the hell back on. Nice. I mean, honestly, you had Matrix access when you left the labyrinth. Mm. Oh. And uh, the swirl of chaotic energies was right back where it was supposed to be. Oh, okay. So much better. <laughs> mm-hmm. I hate the quiet. <laughs> but yeah, you have matrix accessibility once again. Uh, it is currently eight forty-five p.m. <gasps> um, while we're dra- well, while while Geist is writing, he would like to uh, start kind of uh, delving into the matrix to look for any references to this uh, spirit of the land or. The aspects and wooden pants and wooden pants. <laughs> uh, is that 
actually what your uh, metric search is going to be? Like those That's, three things together or no, separately? No, separately, but in that order. The spirit of the land, the aspects, and then where can I find wooden pants? <laughs> okay, score. So uh, spirit of the land, I'm going to ho- um, assume that you had the foresight to specify this region. Yes, yes. Yes. Um, and it pulls up several articles, uh, all of which uh, seem to come from different faiths around the area, uh, mostly dealing with um, mostly dealing with uh, the original traditions of native tribes, okay. and uh, and only a handful of mentions of uh, reverence for a city, um, a city-based land spirit uh, by the name of Portlandia. but at the same time the results are kind of mixed like some attribute uh it with um nature and trees and forested areas other attribute it to the fact that uh it's a port city and so therefore it must be water-based and ocean-centric like in the style of neptune but uh, so there's a bunch of mixed results, and nobody on the matrix can really agree on some sort of definitive historic representation. It's just you know, it's just children's stories. It yeah. doesn't really matter. Even there's even truths to old wives t- wives tales. Well, it's true, but I mean, like your results on the internet. Oh yeah, yeah. It's just like pretty much nobody really agrees, and you know, you're not really you're. It's a dead end. Oh yeah. No, I mean he's concerned. just reading it because even though it's. Tales mm-hmm. for children. He's like, oh yeah, you know, there truth of. Well, it's not too. really tales for children. It's like cultural tales, but it's just like oh, okay. most people in the modern day are just like, ah, that's probably not even a thing. Yeah. Even though spirits totally the hell exist, I know, and everybody flipping knows it. <laughs> yeah. But the most people talking on the internet, like, it's just like you know, you don't go to Reddit looking for spiritual advice. <laughs> you know. I mean, I probably do. I mean, <laughs> I would, <laughs> but at the same time. I don't find much, except for people talking over each other in the styles of modern fundamentalism. So it's just like, that's not very helpful. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can send, I'll send Geist a Vocaloid message, um, noticing that Geist's doing a search on this sort of thing. Oldest spirit known in this area is Mercedia Teixar, and I think that might have more leads if you're looking for older myths about overwatching spirits of nature. Hmm, Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess he just responds <clears throat> with a kind of um, yes, come this way. Come this way, about four or five inches. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, cool. <laughs> I was like, what? what? What's am happening? I being summoned or am I just being told to move? No, you're it's being told ladder. to move. It's all good. Yeah, anyway, right. let's uh, get back to story. But yeah, Story time! Um, it's an old Wasco legend. Uh, the people who lived here before it was settled by the colonizers in the 1800s, I want to say. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what was the name? Uh, it's Mercedia Teixar in the Elven language, but Daughter of the Chief in English. Ah. Hmm. Okay. Um... Yeah, he's gonna kind of just like bookmark that onto his onto his uh, deck, and then continue with the uh, the aspects that seem to have uh, summoned this uh, daughter of the chief. Mm-hmm. So the uh, your results on aspects uh, only pull up generalities. It's like 
And considering your search terms, you're looking for a particular aspect of a particular spirit. Yeah. You know, and so what you're pulling up is essentially like many spirits have many aspects and da 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 da. And it's it's mostly just like generalized okay, this is a bunch of information that, you know, this is for the general audience, not the specific people who are looking for deeper information. To somebody they've actually met. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Hmm. And uh, then your search results for wooden pants pops up. Oh, yes. <laughs> and uh, your search results are pretty much just like, our wonderful artisanal pants are made <laughs> out of the most amazing blah, 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 blah. It's a bunch of hipster BS. Oh. It's not that terribly great, but you can buy some. Hmm. And you found a few uh, pairs that, uh, pairs of pants. There's just one. Anyway. Um, <laughs> and you find a few pairs that resemble approximately what you saw, but they offer no sort of magical imbuement. They offer no sort of armor or defense. They're just pants uh, that look like they are made out of wood. They're not even actually made out of wood. Although, there appears to be some sort of faux lichen that has been attached to it as a accent. Um, quickly perusing through the uh, the reviews, are they comfy? Uh, they are exceptionally comfortable, uh, and you too can have some at the low, low cost of these artisanal pants for 250 new yen each. I hate that. Yep. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna take a screenshot and send it to Titus. <laughs> there's, a, there's a couple of photos of like somebody who obviously imagines themselves a flower child. Yeah. A um, <laughs> hundred years too late. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say that uh, their name is probably something relatively offensive, like Daisy. Uh, <laughs> oh, it was far less offensive than I was imagining. Offensive <laughs> to my ears. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like, mm, mm, it it hits upon my cynical uh, tendencies. I like, expected like, something mm, like Daisy, Star Child huh? Or... No, <clears throat> Moon Child. Yeah. It's like, okay, you better actually be a member of a organization <laughs> that worships the moon, or we're gonna have issues. <laughs> Otherwise, Geis is coming to your place. <laughs> You're no moon child. Do you worship the moon? How very dare you? <laughs> How dare you call yourself that? You must. All right. I want to see you worship the moon. <laughs> right now. Cool. So when the runners get to the stump, uh, it's about 9 p.m. Um, and it is very lively. There is a party going on inside. Hmm. And they appear to be open. Considering the bloodbath of that morning. Oh, yeah, that's true. Mm, yeah, definitely gonna shoot Rhonda a message. I just get out of the car with the glass. God. Nice. <laughs> and stroll in. Awesome. I, I also shoot Rhonda a message that I'd like that glass back. <laughs> just that Titus has okay. one of my glasses and I oh, oh, okay. Back. Okay. With it. And uh you're gonna get a text back that's essentially like, Oh hey, welcome back. What the hell are you talking about? And then Titus enters and she's like, Oh <laughs> <laughs> What are you talking about? Oh. Oh that. <laughs> oh, Titus. Oh, Titus. <laughs> <laughs> and he like when Titus enters he like makes a big thing of it and it's just like, Hello everybody, the party has arrived. <laughs> yeah, there's already like thirty five people all having a damn good time. Maybe twelve <laughs> of them notice you enter. <laughs> and they're like, Oh, 
apparently the party has finally arrived. (laughs) (laughs) And then they get back to their original social engagements. Um, Yeah, Gage is going to walk in. uh, uh, Kind of uh, walk over, ask for a mug, and then just grab the soy calf and pour it for himself. And then go down into his sewer lair. Really? With the box. Yeah, okay, that's fair. That's fair. (laughs) He's Uh, excited. He's been waiting the whole trip to open it. (laughs) mm -hmm. There is a party going on in the main floor, but you were excited about your hobby. I can appreciate this. Mm. I mean... Uh, me as a person, I would have opened the box in the car. Oh yeah, you probably already did. But Geist is like, no, I'm gonna wait until I'm in my lodge. <laughs> that way, I have my 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 surprise for me. But then also, if anything goes wrong, it's much easier to conceal it in the lodge than in a car that's traveling. <laughs> that's fair. But anyway, <laughs> Alice, are you gonna enter? I mean, I'm in full body armor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's true. So. It is a runner's hangout. That's true. I'll I'll try and um, throw like a a bit of cloth over. Or oh, you know what? I'll take off the helmet. There you go. And put it over the rose. Ah. And take that upstairs to my room. Okay. Very well. And then I'll come back down in garb and in. in uh, Social. In, in presentable. Yes. In socially presentable. In socialite clothing. And I'll <laughs> come down and order a sparkling water, and I, the my body will kind of chill at the bar while my trideo sort of mingles. Mingles? Yep. Excellent. Uh, Balan uh, has also go back, gone back inside, and uh, she kind of runs over to Rhonda and just waits while Rhonda's like helping with drinks. Mortimer's behind there as well, occasionally jumping off to the kitchen. Uh, Rhonda's looking a little weathered, but uh, in better spirits than earlier in the day. And uh, and and basically is just like, okay, yeah, no, it's, it's good to be around people. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so uh, when Balan finally sees an opening in a moment, uh, she kind of just rips a cleaning rag out of uh, out of uh, Rhonda's hands and just gives her a big hug. Uh, and cool. she's like, I'm sorry, sweetie. I know you've had a hell of a day, but uh, it's time. And she's going to call upon us soon. And uh, Rhonda welcomes the embrace, and uh, but becomes a little crestfallen as Balan whispers it. And she's like, well, that was inevitable, I suppose. Didn't think today would be the day, but it seems appropriate, like, in hindsight. Wait, who's going to call on what? I, too, am curious about your prior knowledge to this engagement. And, uh, Balin kind of looks over at both of you. Shh. <laughs> hey, fuck off. Parents are talking. I'm with Titus on this one. <laughs> we have a right to know, since we're involved. And you will. When we're not surrounded by strangers. Why are all the strangers here? Because you throw a party after traumatic events. Brings people together. That is a very good point. Okay, I'm not with Titus anymore, but that was predictable. (laughs) Honestly, I was really shocked at the very short period of time that you were. I was also. (laughs) I go back to me. I just like go back to mingling. Rhonda Rhonda, like kind of perks up a little bit. It's like, plus y'all were gone for about nine hours. If it makes you feel any better, to us it felt like 20 minutes. Hmm. I'm gonna want that story later. Uh, Balan's like, I'll give it to you. 
A bitch, you will. <laughs> she meant that every way you interpret it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> excellent. So, uh, Sasha's on the Tridio stage, and uh, she starts belting her own rendition of Hey, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. No. What's going on? <laughs> And the crowd is absolutely loving it. Total eclipse of the hurt. (laughs) (laughs) She notices the request and (laughs) smiles, but does not acknowledge that she's going to go either way on that. (laughs) And uh, yeah, y'all are invited to mingle with the crowds and get to know some of the people who also like to call this place home. Yeah, that's the plan. Mingling, talking to people. Yep. Picking up their secrets. Yeah, sure. If they give them. A lot of people are very friendly in this environment. And, uh... Titus pretty generally waits for people to recognize him. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that, that's the crowd he's going to gravitate towards. Where'd you go? The, the guy from the billboard? Like, yes, I am. <laughs> okay, we're going to get back to that in just a minute because that's a story in and of itself <laughs> uh guys what are you doing in your sewer basement sub-level uh magic things <laughs> um, have you opened the box oh yet? yeah as soon as he gets in there he like just kind of like puts the coffee down and then just like tears open the box and starts pulling out all the items and placing them along mm-hmm. and- all of the items are wrapped in uh burlap with like tiny bows on top of them. Some of them appear to contain uh, glass, others appear to contain other boxes. Um, And there is a small, uh, there's a a small, like, it's a a smart device, essentially. Oh, okay. And uh, once you touch it, uh, it will activate and uh, has a letter of uh, greeting, which is essentially like, hello. We heard that you were looking as an aspiring person to study the magic of various types of reagents. So we have put together this as well as instructions for the proper development of your course forward. Um, We cannot tell exactly how you are going to be able to use these in the future. This is simply a care package in the form of something that will help you get started on your own personal spiritual journey through the magical arts. I thought he just starts opening it all. <laughs> nice. So I'm not going to go through the entire flipping list because oh, yeah. there is a ton of reagents in here. Yes. Um, but you should be able to... It's it's At the very least, it's enough. And uh, the smart device has instructions for a variety of uses of these variety of reagents so that you could develop any number of things that you might be interested in applying them towards. Cool. And, uh, and yeah. So, are you going to start doing that? Because, or are you going to go upstairs? Because I was going to say, otherwise you're, you're, you're not going to have much to do for 20 minutes. Yeah. No, uh, he's, <laughs> he's going to kind of, um, uh, Crap, I just realized he doesn't have a lockbox. He's going to put it all back in the box. <laughs> like, put the box under his arm. Yeah. I'm keeping out the device. <coughs> um, and then he's going to go up to his room, which probably has a, a safe safety deposit box in there. There's not, safe box. It's not a safety deposit box, but yeah. So you go up to your room on the second floor, and uh, you know, next to the bed there is the cabinetry that is in every single room. And uh, there are 
drawers that do not appear to be drawers, as well as uh, cabinets that mm -hmm. just kind of seamlessly hook in there. And yes, there are uh, numerical uh, touch screens that can allow you to lock the box to your uh, to your preferences. Cool. Yeah, they, they reset when somebody leaves that room, and you have not said that you were leaving that room or the toss up yet. So. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. Like yeah, checked yeah. out. Okay. Yeah, checking out. I was like, uh, so wait, if he leaves... Is <laughs> <laughs> and all of your stuff is now the property oh, of the... No. No. Yeah, that's what I was like, uh, wait a second. <laughs> I yeah. would actually murder somebody. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's going he's gonna, to uh, set a code. Yep. Um, lock it and uh, lock, lock up all of his uh, reagents. And then uh, just holding the, the device... Yes. He's gonna, and his coffee is going to, like, walk back downstairs to the main party. Okay. Uh, I figure whenever he gets... Whenever he's not talking to somebody, he's, like, skimming through the, the list and, like, trying to see what all this stuff does. And pretty much he's, like, reading the instruction manual before he goes hog wild. Mm-hmm. He's trying to... Trying to uh, respectfully approach this uh, gift of reagents. Fair enough. Uh, there's a seat available at the bar. It is within earshot of uh, these two as well, I believe. You're both at the bar, correct? Uh, physical body at the bar. Uh... Yes, you mingling elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody treats that as completely normal. Very good. Very good. Yeah, the occasional person might go like, oh, 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 okay. <laughs> and Titus? Uh, again, trying to find people who recognize me pretty generally. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a there's a there's three people off in the uh, corner spot the 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 table that faces uh, the main tridio stage, mm -hmm. and uh, so it's a uh, it's an orc uh, male, and uh, there is a female elf and a male elf uh, under each of his arms. Respect. Yes. <laughs> and uh, and and he, he he's kind of like. Huh. We're just like looking around, like that guy kind of looks familiar, but he's not saying anything. He's not moving, but you know, and uh, the elves as well are sitting there going like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, Titus walks up to the table. I noticed you were looking at me. <laughs> cool. Uh, so the orc kind uh, of kind of straightens up. He's been slouching this whole time, kind of relaxed. He's like, oh uh, yeah. Um. You're uh You're that you're that Evo Corp model, aren't you? Titus Kavlovsky, pleasure to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> he, he brings his arm uh out from around one of uh one of his compatriots and uh just like gives you a firm handshake. It's firm even by your standards and you're used to dealing with heavier heavier handshakes, I suppose. But uh he's just like all right, good to meet you, Titus. I, I just, I just, you know, I seen you, I seen you on the, I seen you on the Tridio advertisements, and uh, you do, you do some good modeling. Well, I have been told that I have a great face. That you do. <laughs> I would agree with that sentiment. It is quite obvious why they picked you up. <laughs> <laughs> well, is there room at your table for me? Uh, sure. Yeah, be my guest, and like all three of them, kind of. Like, scoot over so that you have a nice seat with them. And what's your name? George. <laughs> yes! 
<laughs> Do you have any divorces I can fix for you, George? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it is not unheard Tell me of. your life story. <laughs> it is not unheard it is not unheard of for an orc to be named George. <laughs> not everybody has to have a miraculous name. It no, is I... the future, not Middle Earth. <laughs> no, I know. I'm referencing my strategy. Oh, I know. I know. I know. Alright. Which is uh, hilarious because these characters canonically I have not given them names but it's just like you know what George that'll work no I know you did the same thing I did it's fine no it's fine <laughs> uh, I shoot the shit with them for a while alright excellent no no they, they really enjoy your company and uh, of course and- you know, it, I'm it, delightful. It's really, it's really George who seems more starstruck than uh, than than his company. Like they're just kind of like, hmm, that's cool. But like both of them are like pretty looking elves. So you know, they're they're less impressed by your good looks because they kind of take it for granted in the city of Portland. Well, yeah, I mean, I feel like they're just less impressed by everything because elves. Also, elves. <laughs> like I'm above everything. Uh, no, not all of them. They do not all do that. Uh, <clears throat> Hashtag not all elves. Not all elves. <laughs> I was just about to say it. Yes. But enough elves. Um, in, <laughs> in, in the city of Karasir, yes. They have some cultural unlearning that they are still working on. Um, it's only been a few years since the state has been a democracy. So, I mean, like, there have been plenty of conflicts with neighboring areas. But, in any event, um, so Sasha gets done with her song, and uh, um, she she kind of like, she doesn't, uh, you, so you know the sound when you're like knocking knocking a fork on the edge of a, a champagne glass? Mm-hmm. You know, just the ting, 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 ting. <laughs> and, uh, but there is no champagne glass, and there is no fork in her hand. She just makes the sound that everybody expects and associates with oh, that. Of course, because because she can. <laughs> because she can do that, controlling all of the audio systems of the toss stump. And uh, she says, uh, alright people, I know it's about a month too late, but considering the earthquake at Yellowstone today and the uncertainty in the air of the neighborhood, we are happy that you are joining with us here tonight. And uh, I've got a little something to say. And uh, like Rhonda and Balin are both like, what the fuck <laughs> are you doing? This is Sasha doing it? Yes. Uh, so Sasha continues um, once everybody has settled a little bit and full attention is being paid. And she's like, now that I have your attention, I got some shit to say. Uh, one month and 109 years ago, in the former United States, we celebrated the first Pride with a brick. Without the fearless struggle of over a century ago, we wouldn't be here today, gathered under this roof. And we are still here today. And the crowd begins to murmur once they understand what's going on. And, uh, is it, uh, shit sucks right now, but it has always sucked, to be sure. And we will continue the struggle. And we will continue to have each other's backs in this community, even if, even if it is looking pretty dire out there most of the times. Things are going to get better in the future. And a fluted champagne glass suddenly materializes in her hand, and she raises it uh, to everyone else in the bar. 
and says, Never forget the people who were here before us. The people who were here before the United States even existed. Who still recognized us. They knew us and saw us for who we are, and they respected it. So tonight, I raise my glass to the original caretakers of the land. Guy still raises his coffee, coffee after that, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bell and Rhonda are suddenly pouring more shots because people are like, oh shit, I don't have a drink. Bellis <laughs> yeah. delays a second and raises her glass, though her tritio raises mm-hmm. the glass at the yes. right moment. Mm-hmm. Nastorovi. And the entire bar gets back to uh, socializing, and uh, there's laughter heard in odd corners around the area. And uh, after after the little speech, uh, Robbie uh, walks over to Alice, and uh, just well, Alice's body, <laughs> and uh, and and gives her a warm hug. Uh, Alice's tritio projection will come over and sit on the other side of Robbie. Yay! <laughs> and Robbie's gonna chill at the bar for a little bit, as long as there's a seat between you two. Oh, they'll definitely be flirting then. But she is definitely still watching the door. Of course. Because the door. But it's across the room. <laughs> Excellent. Alright, anybody else doing anything? Just, yeah, everyone's all pulling out the device. Kind of as he looks around and everyone's talking to everyone else. He's just like, mm-hmm. Alright. Reading it. Uh, Titus continues just like heavily flirting with the three of them (laughs) trying to get in on whatever's going on there (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah they have given no indication of invitation but they do appreciate your uh, charming charming self (laughs) alright so there's a flashing of light outside of the window of the front of the bar <laughs> and uh robbie uh just kind of whispers excuse me a second and uh walks over to the front door and takes a peek outside and uh kind of stands up straight and uh then whispers something to somebody who is on the outside and uh goes back up to the bar after closing the door and uh goes directly to Rhonda and Balin and says uh, the fucking cops are outside and they want to talk to whoever's in charge <coughs> uh. <laughs> so Balin and Rhonda head outside uh, is anyone currently tending the bar? Uh, Mortimer takes over immediately uh, Alice leans over the, like the tritio Alice mm-hmm, mm-hmm. can I get a brick? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Mortimer's just like, like thinking around. Like, when was the last time I saw a brick? Uh, <laughs> and uh, and kind of shrugs, like he doesn't have a brick. A shot glass will do. <laughs> Guy stands up and just hands the stool that he was sitting on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pick up, pick one up in each hand. Go helicopter mode. It's a little big. I need something smaller for my frame. Mm-hmm. Downs his coffee and <laughs> sets mm-hmm. the bug down. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> uh, Titus is gonna head for the door. Picks up the mug. Uh, just to kind of watch everything. <laughs> Follows Titus. Mm-hmm. Lightly tossing So you get a, yeah, you get a, you, oh, mug? Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah went with mug? Down, guys down, down gave the mug and went with mug. Um, okay, um, sorry, that's a plastic mug. Aww. 
<laughs> that would be. Yeah, I'll take a shot glass. Titus hands <laughs> you, you back your glass. Yeah, yeah. Oh. No, 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 no. A shot glass would have been given. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. But I appreciate that you were so willing to help. Uh, <laughs> I was like, and oh, just imagine Mortimer going mode. like, uh, here's the shot glass. <laughs> That'll do. Uh, <laughs> sweet. So you two are headed for the outside or just the window? Um, uh, the door. Kind of like crack the door open and lean out to see what's happening. Okay. There is an entire phalanx of the Karasir Peace Force. Fuck. Outside. There are two very, very heavy drones in a holding pattern just sort of going in a circle in the air above them. But Double uh, fuck. There yeah. are easily 30 to 40 uh, police officers out there. Literally gonna tritio up and walk on up to the officers as they're talking and ask them in a loud and clear vocaloid, what seems to be the problem, officers? <laughs> Alright. Okay. Well, guys, just like, get more over, can, can I get more coffee? <laughs> well, and uh, so, basically, <clears throat> there is a... Uh, there's a very large and wide cyber-augmented elf in the front, just kind of, like, cracking the knuckles that don't really exist the same way, but just, like, kind of like, okay, making sure this is nice and loose. Is he making the noise with his mouth? <laughs> She's not. <laughs> um, she, has a, uh, she has a wavy kind of uh, purple mohawk. Uh, which is somewhat unconventional for the police force, but also it's the future. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so when uh, when Alice uh, struts over, uh, she answers, uh, "Well, word on the street is that uh, y'all had a bit of an incident today. I don't suppose you have anything to say on that subject." Currently, we're celebrating Pride. Pretty weird that y'all show up then. <laughs> Are you here to honor the tradition? not opposed to tradition it's good it's good to have things stable and traditional like well if you heard anything going down it was probably the celebration well I can appreciate that that might be your perspective but we're more interested in Things that have been happening in the community of late. Are you talking about the fire ants? <laughs> Titus interrupts. <laughs> nice. Because it would have been nice if you guys showed up like a few days ago for that. Uh, it was very traumatic for me. I don't know if you know this, but I am a celebrity. Oh, the police don't usually show up down here in the Barrens unless there's a gay event going on that they want to shut down. Oh, and I mean, who's going to show up if we get robbed and then just tell us that we should have done something differently and not do anything about it? I don't even think they'd give us that courtesy here. (laughs) If you're quite finished. I mean, I could go on. (laughs) I'm sure you could. (laughs) We have been tracking a rogue razor gang through this area. They were last seen roughly in this neighborhood. Do you have any information that would help us track them down? I don't know, Titus. Do you feel like helping the police today? I don't know. I don't feel like they've ever really helped me, and so it seems like that would be an unbalanced transaction. Sounds like you're having trouble with your job. 
I can work as a counselor if you'd like. My advisory charges are rather reasonable for a person of my skills. Mine are quite steep. <laughs> you might find ours are similar. <laughs> she just rolls her eyes. Are either of you the owner of this establishment? Titus, do you own this establishment? Uh, you know, sometimes. Hmm, sometimes, yes. Depends on the day. Either of us could be the owner of this establishment. Rhonda steps forward. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like you're not paying go. us very much to give you all of this information that you're <laughs> She kind of parts for. both of you out of the way. <laughs> Although, uh, uh, Balin is totally going to walk up to both of you. Yes, and do that. <laughs> She's like, oh, fist bump, fist bump. <laughs> Fuck yes, that was so good. All right. So, uh... The officer chuckles as Rhonda steps forward and she says, I'm the owner. What do you want? And uh, the officer is just like, what do you have to say about the gang violence in this area lately? And uh, she's like, nothing. They leave us be. We leave them be. What I have to say is you should do more about it. (laughs) It's not always my jurisdiction. I have to take care of things in the city. Prioritize. Oh, so you don't take care of the gang violence and then you show up in force to ask us about it. Uh, it seems like you're very bad at your job. Now you're giving them advice for free, Titus. Oh, shit. Uh, that'll be 300 <laughs> million. That's a very generous offer. Well, you it was and... unsolicited, so I guess I gave them a discount. Twelve of the officers <laughs> cock their shotguns. <laughs> um... And the police lieutenant. (laughs) Do you want to talk about this downtown? Or would you like for me to talk to the owner of this establishment? Because both could happen. I think you'll have a hard time arresting a trivial projection. Ah! Uh, Titus, like, nearly, like, pops. (laughs) Nice. Also, I'm fairly sure that uh, this isn't illegal and that you would need some sort of warrant or something or probable cause or whatever the word for it is. Interference with an investigation. I'm not interfering. I just told you my rates. (laughs) Offering to assist, really. (laughs) Your lack of budget does not constitute a lack of cooperation on my side. I mean, so, incredibly cooperative. She tries to ignore the two of you, <laughs> seeing as how Rhonda is the only one helping her do her job. Mark, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, that is very out of character. Let her do something. <laughs> let her do. Something. I love talking shit about the cops, but also. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll let you keep going. So anyway. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, uh, uh, Balin, Balin, of course, also throws down. She's like, nope, we ain't heard nothing. <laughs> Very helpful. Uh, <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and Rhonda is just like, no, we don't generally serve their kind here. They're a little too chaotic for our likelihood. We prefer to be as law-abiding as possible, of course. Um, What's up? While this is going on, can mm-hmm. uh, are you eating popcorn from the window? What? <laughs> uh, 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 can Geist uh, try to um, 
get in and see the information that the cops are following, like hack into yeah their computers because he's at the bar. He's yeah, not... you're at the bar, and okay. uh, well, that depends. Is uh, Alice letting you uh, hear everything that's happening outside? Oh, oh hell yeah! Alice is always sharing her there information. There you go. It was more of the, the Alice fact understands that... that information desires to be free. <laughs> it was more as soon as they were like, "Oh, the cops are here," it's going to be like, "Why are they here?" and start like. Yeah. Meanwhile, looking. inside of the bar, everybody's just having a grand. Everybody's having a gay old time. Nice. Uh, <laughs> they're just having a grand old time. They have no idea what's going on outside. Hmm. I changed my color changing jacket to rainbow. Hell yes! Nice. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, is it animating like GIF? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's yes. just like slowly like cycling through like up. <laughs> I love awesome. it. Oh, that's sick. Uh, yeah, and so <laughs> Balance kind of piping in after Rhonda says something, just like yeah, yeah, and another yeah. thing, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm like, about as roadie as they let people get. <laughs> and it's just like yeah, we've been kind of cleaning up after an earthquake today, you know, so kind of not really having any time for the local gangs. We're taking care of our own, you know. And uh, uh, the sergeant nods, or sergeant, not lieutenant, I was mistaken. Mm. Destruction! <laughs> uh, so, they nod, but they don't relent. Uh, we've also been hearing rumors of a banshee that might have been seen through this neighborhood, too. Any chance you've seen one of them? A banshee? Now we believe in spirits and ghosts. Well, I suppose there are spirits and ghosts. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, of course we do. Guys, yeah. um, is just laughing at the bar listening to this. Naturally, I don't have astral vision, so I haven't seen a spirit or ghost. That also seems like something that uh, is is Lone Star the name of the like. Oh no, this is there. this is the Tier Tangrier Peace Force. Like this is pseudo militarized oh, border defense. Cool. That also seems like something that is your job to prevent happening. So Rhonda continues, and she's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure we would have heard of that if that had been a thing. It seems like you're barking up the wrong tree on that front. Um, and those of you who are outside can hear uh, laughter from inside, punctuating the awkward silence. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, so so the sergeant does not like is not terribly impressed with the answers that she's getting, but she kind of backs up a little bit and uh, she's like look we don't want to disrupt your night any more than we already have it sounds quite joyful in there but we need an official statement from a community member from this neighborhood are any of you going to volunteer or do we need to find somebody from inside well I told you my rates (laughs) (laughs) I'll gladly make an official statement Mm mm-hmm Rhonda steps forward <laughs> because is it, it is her it is, it is her establishment and she is responsible for the safety of all who dwell in it including you two <laughs> <laughs> Balan just about wants to pitch a fit she's like oh fuck no uh, <laughs> you could do that right you, here you can ask the fire ants out back you sure you want to lead them to the back area where you dumped no. off some unconscious razor gangers? No. Yeah, they're probably gone by now, as it has been nine hours. Yeah. <laughs> but still. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I point I down the other being out, like, aisle that there were fire ants. So they were over there. <laughs> Maybe you could ask them. 
Oh, the gangers across the no, street? the fire ants. Oh, yes. No, they don't talk much. They that's, talk fire. That's the point of <laughs> no, me okay. suggesting that they talk to them. <laughs> anyway. It, uh, it was basically saying get fucked, but being cooperative. Nice. <laughs> Cooperatively go fuck yourself. Yeah. Cooperatively go fuck yourself. <laughs> so, uh... Rhonda turns to Balan and says, Take care of shit here while I'm gone, sweets. I probably won't be long. And then Rhonda steps into the back of a police tank. Police tank. And the sergeant slams the door a little too forcefully behind her. And turns to confront the party. Alright, anything else? And the Peace Force officers all cock their rifles and shotguns. Just in case there's anything else. I'll send you in my invoice. <laughs> I'd offer you a drink, but you're on duty. <laughs> she nods, appreciative of the concept. Um, Alright, well, it sounds like y'all are having a real good time inside. I suggest <laughs> you join them. And both of the heavy arm uh, drones stop their holding pattern and then just focus on the front door as the police get into their variety of vehicles and leave. You can take your drones with you. The drones say nothing. Oh, leave them. <laughs> the drones have registered your your formal yeah. protest. Yeah, same. Same rude as you, as you flip off the, the drones, they, and they're like, protest. <clears throat> Noted. <laughs> Note it. <laughs> All right. And there's a party going on inside. I walk back inside. Geist is doing the worm on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say something. Like, Titus was about to say something and notices Geist doing the worm and is just like, all right then. <laughs> Gets up. That's how it's done. All right. Goes back to the bar. <laughs> oh, fantastic. I'm just like saying this to random strangers. And that's how you do the worm. Yeah. And that's that old school technique <laughs> called the word. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> nobody asked them to do and it. Nobody asked. <laughs> well, they, see, they still seem to appreciate it. They're like, all right, so that's how people danced. Uh, Back in the 1980s and 90s and current. And today, because I just did it. Yep. You're welcome, new generation. <laughs> and that's just your blast from the past. <laughs> so wow. five, five. Oh, yes, the self-high five. Perfect. Wow. Not awkward at all. Nope. <laughs> all right. Score. So, Balan and Robbie and Sasha all huddle up at the bar near Mortimer and just kind of watch, just people watch, until the crowd begins to clear out for the evening. It takes another hour or so. So, if y'all care to idle chit-chat amongst a party, if not, we can just move it forward. Um, are the drones still outside, or did they leave when the police cut all packages? Once the cops were a few blocks away, they, oh, good. they flew off. Damn, I wanted one of those drones. <laughs> <laughs> you want a police drone. Well, I mean, I you want a military police drone. I want a military drone. <laughs> I want. I mean, I, I, I can want one. <laughs> I can paint it a different color. <laughs> but also, you're going to have to fiddle with it so that it's not trackable. Oh yeah, yeah. Which I'm more means having I mean, a plan for disabling it. Yeah. I mean, I can do that, uh, but also <laughs> well, disable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stick and shocks, um, but also 
I'm more interested in them not having it than I am Geist having it. Yeah, they've got plenty. Mm. I mean, they have plenty. They are the border patrol for all of Tier Tangrier. But they're also a private enterprise and therefore like, would have to buy a new one. Yes, but they get their funding from the Council of Princes. Mm. Fuck authority. Yeah. That was just going to be a nice gift to uh, Balin and Rhonda. Yeah. <laughs> just let it hover above the bar. <laughs> yes. Halt, intruder. You must pay your bar tab before you leave. I <laughs> <laughs> okay. already okay. paid my bar tab. <laughs> yeah. You have ten seconds to com- comply. <laughs> I paid all of their bar tabs, too. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Well, Very yeah. RoboCop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I don't think... Uh, I don't think... Rhonda and Balin would really appreciate that gift. They would probably have to reprogram the shit out of it. Oh, and then uh, once it was all done. Oh, yeah. To be like, oh, here's a security drone that's Actually, just go they would probably property. give that to William to fiddle with. Mm, yeah. True. They probably would do that. Either that or Sasha. And she has a Probably body. William and Sasha. Yeah. yeah. Because Boy, be William does not have very much in the way of social etiquette. Very true. She's like, what? You're all annoying. Uh, all of you, you are might, annoying. You now, the, our previous simulation was what would happen if we just gave it to William. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So all of the customers eventually leave, and uh, and uh, and the triad of folks makes a uh, like last, like, hey, Titus, it was great to meet you. Of course. You're my favorite fence. Yay. <laughs> And it was wonderful, and are we going to see any more new shots out of you in the near future? Well, you know, uh, I'm contractually obligated not to tell you, but... Wink. <laughs> oh! And a couple of them giggle, but, uh, <laughs> and uh, they, they go off into the night. He gives, like, virtual signatures. <laughs> <laughs> they disappear into the air. Perfect. Um, oh, there's some post-it notes. <laughs> should we break... Uh, we're about to. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, so everybody leaves happily. The place is um, closed for the night. And uh, Balin gives a silent nod to Robbie after the last guest leave. Lock up. And Robbie does so immediately. Um, uh, even putting the like heavier locks into effect. And uh, Balin nods over to Sasha, who nods in return and does a shimmer in place as the lights fluctuate around her, and says, uh, "Security grid up at peak efficiency." Uh, at peak efficiency, and Balin nods and then sits in the center of the floor and begins a muttering chant, and her eyes glow greenish black, and uh, her aura extends outside of her from all directions until a dense mana shield surrounds the entire building. There. Secure for the night. Now. To business.